Hello and welcome. This is Michelle Valentine, the host of Self Mastery is Self Love podcast. I want to welcome you to another episode. I'm so excited to bring to you. Um, I am a Love Your Body health coach who loves to nerd out on health research while learning, living, and teaching others how you can experience feeling and looking your best on your own terms at any stage. And today's episode, I'm really excited about uh, as I love being able to share health stories in reflection to the different stages of this health journey and recently had my 42nd birthday this month and in this episode live I share some things that I'm still learning and more about health and so today's episode is inspired from one of our community members in the Instagram community and uh, and she is a world champion martial artist and so it was really surprising and humbling um, being asked to answer this question from from someone who is also a world champion in her own light so I hope you enjoyed this replay episode as I feel it will reach a lot of women who tend to be um, a little hard on themselves especially if they are the so used to being high achieving 24 7 and don't quite know when to hit the reset button uh, so I'm before I'll just get right to it. Um, this is such a great episode, and as always, if there's anything that you loved about this episode, I'd so love for you to comment, send us a message, uh, in Instagram or uh, follow along with us over at Self Mastery is Self Love. And if you love this, tag us, tag us, share it in your social profiles so that we can celebrate you. And as always. Um, if you enjoyed this, share this with your friends who you think this would make a difference in their day. So I hope you enjoy the episode and thank you for joining us. Hello, it's Michelle from Self Mastery is Self Love Coaching. I want to thank you for being here for this impromptu live. And something I'm doing a little bit differently today is... Uh, I'm going live here, but I'm also going live talking to, you can't see it, my phone's like right here. <laughs> um, but I am uh, connecting at the same time with those who are, you know, loyal community members, standout members inside the Self Mastery of Self Love Instagram community. So today I thought it'd be really fun to try something new and honor both communities at the same time. So if it looks like I'm switching from here to here, <laughs> then, then you'll know why. Uh, but today, today I wanted to jump on and answer a community quest, a community community member question. Um, I want to say thank you again because it, without your questions, it's it's really tough to have anything to respond to. And I'm really committed to answering your questions uh, and supporting you in the best way so that you can feel inspired and motivated on your health journey. And so. Today's question, <laughs> I'm going to say it's from one of our community members inside our Instagram community. Um, and this is actually, I got to give her a shout out because this, I, I was actually quite surprised to receive this question. So um, this question comes from uh, a world champion martial artist. She's a fourth degree. She lives in the States. She's in university. She's got a lot going on and don't we all have a lot going on? And so I want to give her a personal shout out, I won't say her name, uh, but I'm sure she'll, if she's watching the replay, she'll know who she is. But I really want to give her a shout out because uh, she's just a testament of, 
the, the, the ambitious, high-achieving um, people that are in this community who uh, they're just so devoted and committed to uh, like chasing goals, working really hard. Um, they tend to just be in that go, go, go mode. But even high achievers hit places of burnout. And so uh, I know there's been a lot of conversation these days, especially in the world right now. There's so much, you know, I'm hearing so many, not just, not just women, um, men experiencing, uh, you know, energy burnouts. They're overworked, tired, uh, and often to the point where they're in a fog where sometimes you don't even realize like you're in the burnout fog. And so uh, I thought this question today, uh, what does healthy look like to you would be a really great question to speak to today and I sat down and, and wrote this out because I really wanted you to think about like what's the what's the you know what's something in my health journey that could maybe help someone else on their health journey and so um, my definition of healthy has changed so much over the years and I think it's really important to I think it's really important to shine a light on um, on the journey and where we come from because usually where uh, it's easy it's easy sometimes we can look at the people that inspire us or motivate us or uh, people that we look up to uh, or those that are doing things that we sometimes might not think that we'll be able to do and we might just put them on this pedestal or think that you know they're up there and that you can't get there that sort of thing and so just like this question today coming from uh, one of our community members I was actually really surprised to receive this question because in my mind I'm thinking she uh, you know I'm a first degree black belt she's a fourth degree she's a world champion you know and here I am like I have her on a pedestal thinking like she's asking me for help and I'm thinking like wow like she's got it all figured out and so I want to share here there is that sometimes the things that we assume are not always accurate and so wanted to uh, just check in here on the comments there if you're joining us live i'd love for you to say hello um, say hi mina's here yay mina how are you i really appreciate you being here mina is also mina is also a standout community member she shares like loads of awesomeness and awesome questions and um, you should definitely check her out um, she's also um, a driven ambitious entrepreneur and she's here oh i hear some coffee machine noise <laughs> She's really helping women get out of their own way and step into their purpose uh, in their lives and their business and helping them transition um, from soul-sucking jobs that they might not love into meaningful work that actually lights them up. And so that is Mina. I want to give her that shout out. Um, but back to health. And uh, again, if you're uh, if you are catching the replay, I'd love for you to. Uh, Say, I'm catching, catching the replay. Let me know where you're from. Uh, we have a global community here and I love connecting with, with you. It's when you share in the comments there that I can really understand and learn more about you. And that is just one of my most favorite things, just like this animal mug. Any of you into inspirational mugs or coffee mugs? Um, I'm really this big giant kid at heart and I have an animal mug collection and so, uh, if you ever find any cute animal mugs somewhere because I've been trying to find more, send me a picture. I would love to know where to get more because I just love to collect them. And so uh, today I bring the question, uh, the community member question, which is like, what does healthy look like to you? And so I often get this question a lot and oh wow, 
Nina says, I'm wild coffee time. Yeah. Awesome. Glad you love the bug. Okay. I'm going to check back in comments in a little bit. Um, but I do want to mention, like, this is such a normal question. And um, with, you know, with uh, being, you know, an accountability health coach and um, trying to role model the best to my ability, like what, what my definition of health is, um, it's something, it's, you know, asking this question, it's so much to unpack and a lot, and a little bit too much to cover in this one live, um, but I will share a bit of backstory on, on like, on what I think health is. And so, um, like, what is healthy? <laughs> you know, like, you know, it is a lot to unpack, wouldn't you agree? And so, um, if you're brand new here and you're meeting me for the first time, I want to welcome you. My name is Michelle Valentine, and I'm going to go back forth here. Um, and that is my real last name. So for those of you that are wondering, Valentine is my real last name. My dad was actually born on Valentine's Day. And um, people, <laughs> I was having this conversation recently um, with a friend. I actually didn't, I used to not love that last name uh, because I got teased a lot. I remember there was a grade two, there was actually a kid named David Christmas in my grade two class and we both were teased because we had last names that correlated with holiday celebration season so nonetheless eventually like once I got over that uh, I really like my last name here and there but uh, brand new to meeting me I am a love your body accountability health coach and I'm you know and even today I was having a conversation like really like I'm really just a big nerd at heart who loves to geek out on health research um, and I love learning and living and teaching others how you can experience the feeling and looking your your best on your terms at any stage of your health journey. And that's really what, you know, that's really where my passion lives. So for me, learning, um, taking, you know, taking courses, putting, um, putting new practices in place, like trying new things. Um, if, if, if many that know me, they know that I, I like to try a lot of things. I like to start a lot of things. I like to start something new and then um, enjoy the experience of it, finish it, um, and I'll probably never stop doing that. And so, I mean, recently I, I had a, I turned 42, uh, and I'm still learning. And so I think it's always good to remember that, you know, when we think about, when we think about health, um, it's always going to be an ongoing process because what we, you know, we, we, we tend to, uh, adopt beliefs that were maybe handed down to us from those that we um, learn from and that in my personal experience I've just found that over time um, I found that maybe there were some things that maybe it worked for one person but didn't necessarily work for me and so that is really the approach I like to take to health um, when I'm supporting those on their journey and so um, I do want to share and I want to thank Haley she was so kind <laughs> She's so kind. I, I started this live on Instagram before hitting the, the record button here uh, on Facebook, but she was sharing some really nice comments. And so uh, she was saying, she's like, you she's like, love your lips. What was she saying? She's like, love your lip color. I don't always wear lipstick. And, uh, but I do want to share, like, my health journey was not always vibrant and joyful. Not at all. And the truth, you know, and the truth is, uh, there were there were some times on my health journey where it, you wouldn't even believe that I would be a health coach, and so um, there was a time there was times on my health journey where uh, I was super anxious, I was super nervous all the time. Um, I 
I lacked confidence, I definitely lacked self-esteem, and I didn't always take the best care of my, of my body. And you see, uh, as I mentioned before, like many of us learn, you know, we tend to uh, learn what we learn about health based on, you know, the way, the way I see it, the way I'm sharing it here, and I hope it's relatable to you, but like the, you see, many of us learn and practice being who you are in your health based on who and what your environments uh, role, like what they, what they role model to you. So simply it could be like, what, you know, what did you learn from your parents? What did you learn when you went to school? Uh, what type of environment um, did you grow up in? And so I think it's really important to take a look at that. And for me, part of, part of my, part of my story was like, I was raised by two parents who I actually grew up in a house, um, two parents, they, they smoked and they overworked super long hours and jobs. And, uh, at one point my mom, um, had her business and they worked insane hours. And so, to, um, like growing up as a child, like to me, that was the norm. Like I didn't know anything different. Um, and the norm for me was having parents who barely, like they really, you know, they barely had any energy left in the tank. Um, to spend quality time with me and my sisters. Um, and we really just kind of grew up in the era of like kids are seen and not heard. <laughs> you know, they, you know, you wake up, you know, you have your meal, you, you go to school, like come home, like that, at least that's, that's what my experience was. And, you know, and from a nutrition standpoint, uh, growing up on bologna sandwiches, uh, served on white Bambi bread, uh, alphabets for breakfast and shepherd's pie on Sundays with mashed potatoes. Bless my mom's heart, but <laughs> she did not make the best mashed potatoes. It was really dry and I didn't really have a love for mashed potatoes. And so that's just a bit, I, you know, I'm just sharing, I'm sharing a few of these details and it's not to make my family wrong or say anything bad. It's not, not about that. Uh, it's just to paint a picture of how you uh, and people like me uh, can choose to live the possibility of making healthy lifestyle changes anytime we want, like anytime. And so as I reflect, uh, as I reflect and I can see um, just, you know, there were time, you know, times in my life where I, you know, and I say abused, but like I really did take for granted and abuse my body. And so some of the ways where, um, and again, this is this is this is my story, my journey. Maybe you'll see yourself in my story, or your journey, or you know, or maybe you know someone who's also walked a similar path. Um, but for me, like I began, you know, I began trying smoking at the age of 13, only to develop a, a, a start a start and stop addiction pattern that lasted until I was 36. I'm happy to share that I finally quit five plus years ago, this past September 20th, and I'll never forget that day, but September 20th is my anniversary date, and I was able to stop that cold turkey, one of the hardest habits I've ever broke, and I'm so grateful I did because life really started to get really good for me like at, at that time, and life for me five years ago was very very different it was really my wake-up call it was really like a stage in my 30s when i actually began to get super nervous and scared because i realized i feel like it was just um it was my my time to wake up and pay attention to like the little you know the little quiet voice that we sometimes don't don't hear um saying like hey it's time to start paying attention and sometimes like th these little nudges sometimes show up as pain in our bodies or um, the inability to be mobile or, you know, the, the nervousness and the fear. And I really believe that 
uh, when we get anxious, when we get nervous, when we experience fear, sometimes is that it's actually there to help us. And when I, you know, when I look at fear now and the nervousness, it's really, it's really our nervous system saying like, hey, something's happening here, and it's really our job to be still, be patient, to like look for the gift in it. Um, it's not, <laughs> and many of us maybe we're responding um, in our fear, uh, in a more like making um, making reactions, making decisions and choices from a, a place of, um, like I said, fear versus um, calm, patient, okay, like let's look at the facts type decision making. And so, um, Back more on that in a little bit, um, but I do want to say also for years I also skipped meals. I skipped a lot of meals. Uh, I actually, you know, and, and um, I didn't realize it till later. Um, so not only was I skipping meals, I stayed dehydrated. Um, but it was really uh, like these were things that were I was unaware. So if you think about, you know, if you're driving a car, obviously when you're driving a car, you want to make sure that you're <laughs> you're looking ahead. And so oftentimes we don't always see what's in our blind spots. And so when I think about um, areas in my health journey where uh, I had some things that were in the blind spots, and so uh, I was unaware. And yes, I am drinking coffee, but I do drink a lot of water. And I encourage coffee drinking it's good for the soul but at that time in my life I can actually remember and you can ask my sister I remember we used to make pots and pots of coffee it was like coffee you know it brings people together it's awesome um, but we used to drink copious amounts of coffee I rarely drank water and um, and to just get like a little bit of a pick-me-up because I used to work in the restaurant industry and so when I was working in the restaurant industry like sometimes you know, you're you're gonna reach for the thing that's the the closest, and so the thing that was at the closest was the pop machine because it's right there where we'd be making drinks. And so for me, I'd be grabbing soda, and um, I'd be doing all of these unconscious habits for years um, because I was putting like work and other people and the task at hand um, as top priority before nourishing my body. I was putting tasks, I was putting obligations, other responsibilities um, to to those things versus. You know, what I needed to take better care of myself. And so lastly, I think something that many of us can relate to as well, my sleep routines. I My sleep routines were super, super scattered. I'm a bit of, you know, and to be completely transparent, they're still a little bit scattered. I'm kind of this combination of night owl, but I, I, I can get up early if I want to, but really like my body really doesn't want to get up. Like I, I tried to be a 5 a.m. person or a 6 a.m. person and it just doesn't really work for me. And so um, my sleep routines were super scattered because I never, um, I also never knew like when to just chill when to just be still, when to relax after, especially after a full day, like I always just be in that like on mode. And so like for me at those times, I mean, I'm an empty nester now. I'm like happy to say like my daughter, she's uh, soon to be 22 this year. Um, but for those first 19 years, I was solo, you know, <clears throat> life looked like solo parenting, working full time, uh, you know, at, you know, it was um, constantly like this ongoing, but, but, um, process of like learning like how can I like unlearn some things so I can still feel better and so part of that was uh, having you know creating a living a healthier lifestyle business part-time while I worked full-time um, plus chores plus life responsibilities like all the things that come with adulting <laughs> can you relate um, this adulting thing they don't you know they don't talk about it in school um, but I surely wish they did but 
you know, all the things that come, especially when we're caring for little people. And so, and so what I realized is that it definitely took me stages uh, um, of focusing on my health journey, one health goal at a time. But I can remember a time in my health journey when I was always taking the approach of uh, trying to change like eight to 10 things at a time. If you're joining us, hey Leah, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're joining us live, I wanna say thank you, drop a little heart emoji, let us know where you're coming in from. Hey Leah, I'm just going back and forth. I've got, uh, I'm, I'm sharing this live today with our, like both communities, which are super amazing, the self-mastery, self-love community here on Facebook as well as Instagram. Um, but I, I want to just shed a light that like I did this approach because that's what I was role modeled. It's like you do, it's, it's the norm to do like eight to 10 things at a time. It's the norm to multitask. It's, it's the norm to be like somewhat spread thin. And guess what? In the end, you know, after all that in my thirties, you know, and you think in your thirties, you, you got it all figured out. You're feeling amazing. You know, you've got you know, maybe you, you know, you've got you've got the, the spouse, the kids, the dream house, the dream job, or maybe not, or maybe you're at different stages, but either way, it's like this checklist, like, hey, accomplish that, accomplish that, um, have that. And in the end, what happened was, it, you know, part of my story was I, I got injured more than once. <laughs> uh, I got sick with autoimmune stuff. Hey, mean, I see you here as well. I just wanna give you ladies a wave, awesome. Thank you for being here. And so uh, there's like many stages uh, in my journey where um, I would push myself so hard that, you know, it would, you know, I'd, I'd get injured and then I couldn't, I couldn't stay mobile. I pushed myself so hard to the point of exhaustion. Um, I'd be the moodiest person to be around. I pushed myself so hard where even, even when um, my mom was actually at Thanksgiving, she was telling the story of how, um, I, she reminded me of the story, and actually I remember the day, but I, my mom was telling the story about how stubborn I was, where I just had this <laughs> resistance to wanting to go to the doctors or letting people help me. And so I remember, uh, I remember being a teenager and I was super sick. And again, you know, school, work, I was, you know, grew up in a small town and we're working, working, working. Oh, nice. And uh, I was really sick and hot with fever. And my mom wanted to take me to the doctors and I just refused and, you know, being that stubborn teenager. And so um, I remember her like, you know, begging my sister, like, you need to take her to the doctor. She's not well, she's not listening to me, which was typical Michelle with my mom, unfortunately. <laughs> and so um, nonetheless, you know, my mom, my sister, they scoop me up. We go to the doctor's office and, and I collapsed. And this is, this is what I mean. Like I, um, like I just did not have uh, enough sense about me to just like trust and listen to the people that really wanted the best for me. They really wanted uh, me to make sure that I was taking care of myself. And I was just in this habit, um, even from a very young age, uh, always been, um, quite ambitious, hardworking and wanting, you know, just always be in that striving for more and, um, but striving to the point where I get so sick, I didn't even know where my off switch was. And so, um, you know, and this, and this, and you know, this pattern, just like the, the smoking pattern, like I noticed it was like a pattern in how I was showing up. And so, um, when I hit those breaking moments where 
uh, I'd get sick. You know, I would you know definitely be the most unhappy person <laughs> um, version of myself, um, and it would spill into my closest relationships, my family, my work, uh, and the most relations and the most you know one of the most important relationships at that time. Um, this is before you know where I am now, but this was um, uh, like back when it was just me and my daughter, uh, but. You know, it would spill over into that relationship, and so my daughter would get a version of a stressed-out mom, a mom who didn't have a whole lot of energy left in the tank. And so, um, I heard this recently shared this term by uh, uh, author of Do Less, Catherine Northrup, and it really resonated. And she and she's talking about how uh, there's actually a term for capable win capable woman syndrome overworking syndrome and so I definitely fell into that category of um, capable woman overworking um, and for me admitting admitting this felt really scary like to actually say like hey by the way <laughs> I'm feeling over capable I don't need help I'm I'm struggling I'm, I'm not feeling my best and uh, to actually come out and actually ask for help it seemed uh, asking for help actually seemed like not a good idea. Asking for help, um, to me, you know, from from what I from what I kind of witnessed and my decisions I made, like I used to think of like asking for help was actually a sign of weakness, and um, to need support meant that um, I was a failure, and so that was how uh, that was how I viewed that, and so. <clears throat> The last thing I ever wanted to admit, like at different times, like on the health journey, was to actually say, like, "Hey, I'm actually really, like, I'm really struggling inside. Like, I'm actually uh, in a lot of pain, not feeling good." Um, and um, I thought I often, like, overwhelm become a norm. And I remember, I remember uh, one of my coaches talking about how we always get a choice and how um, just like we, you know, say like choose to. You know, just like we choose some of these jobs, like you know, just like we choose to get excited when we're looking forward to something, or like choose to get happy. Say when we, you know, back when we were taking um, trips on the plane somewhere to Mexico, um, that overwhelm also is a choice. And so that really landed for me because I thought, like, what? Why the heck would I choose overwhelm? Like, why would I want that, right? Um, but because it was just, it, it had become an automatic habit. Um, that like that is all I knew, and so trying to veer away from overwhelm, um, that actually felt more uncomfortable, and it felt more comfortable to stay in anxiety and overwhelm. And so, um, you know, not wanting to ask for help, even you know, you know, you know, one, you know, not wanting to look like a failure to other people, um, and uh, I just wanted to share that. Uh, It was more. It was more important for me to um, just betray this image, like I'm independent. I have I have things figured out. Like no, I, you know, not wanting to, you know, I never like looking bad. Just did not, you know, like always wanted to make sure like that everybody else was okay. Not wanting to look bad. Uh, wanted to. I was always. I was always wanting to show like, hey, I can do anything, you know, and you know, and heck, heck, if someone like ever said like you can't do something, I, you know, that would be like my, my uh, inclination to like watch me, that kind of thing. Even if, 
even if it meant um, doing something that I knew would not be well. In case of point, um, you know, example, uh, back in 2012, I, I signed up to do Tough Mudder and there was a group of us. So it was like 12 of us friends doing, uh, scheduled to do Tough Mudder in Whistler, which I'm so grateful for that experience. But at that time, I was recovering and healing from an injury. Again, not listening to my body. And uh, at that time, uh, I had already prepaid for Tough Mudder. And at that time, um, you know, not being able to participate was just not an option. I'm not kidding you. Like I had, I'll have to show a picture, but I had like knee brace and everything. My knee was like almost as big as my head, like huge swollen knee, couldn't even straighten out my leg. And it was a uh, endurance uh, long distance obstacle and you go through um, challenges as well as like run or walk, whatever you like. Um, it was about 19 miles and it was up in Whistler. And I finished it, but in the end, it cost me a summer, a summer of um, on my butt, healing from injury. And for what? Because two things, one, um, I knew I wasn't gonna get a refund and I didn't want to waste the money. Two, uh, I didn't want, I, it was that FOMO, fear of missing out. I didn't want to miss out on something I'd been super excited for, even though it was in my highest, in my highest good to not participate, but I still went ahead and did it. And although I finished Tough Mudder, I would not, in hindsight now looking back on that choice, I wish I didn't make that choice because it was a summer of like, you know, two months plus like two months of healing of like missing out on like fun quality time with my daughter and friends, uh, being able to like go to work. So, you know, not, you know, cause when you're injured and you're not working, that's stressful. Right. And so, um, that's, you know, you know, when I think about like what is healthy meaning to you, um, there, there's just so much of like how I used to show up. Um, it was, it was all about like, how can I prove like how capable I am and like, how can I, you know, and how can I show that, um, big girls don't cry. We push through, uh, we suck it up and, um, that, you know, that, you know, to me, like those were some of the, those, those were some of the like beliefs I had around being healthy is like, you know, not showing emotion and not, um, letting people know that you're, you're hurt when you're like really hurt. <laughs> and so eventually that you know eventually that approach needed to stop and it actually quickly stopped without me even making that choice it's like the universe saying like no that's not that's not gonna work anymore and it was really my first introduction into like that is not sustainable like that is not um sustainable that is not um uh, something that's going to um keep you going and thriving for long and it makes a lot of sense why that wouldn't be sustainable uh, and so I want to touch upon how uh, sometimes I'll speak for myself, but I'll even speak to some of the women I've had conversations with. I have a lot of conversations with ambitious women, ambitious, like just ambitious go-getters in general, lots of them in this community, like they're super passionate about just being the best at um, what they're working towards. They're, uh, chasing those goals they're they're building these thriving beautiful businesses they are they have grit and perseverance and I so admire those qualities but um, when you know on this journey as well on this health journey um, there were some things I, I 
you know, that I was not quite aware of. Like, I wasn't fully aware of, like, how, like, women, we, you know, we are a little more cyclical um, in, in nature. And so um, from, from the health perspective of, like, hey, um, like, men that, um, <laughs> and again, if I'm not, uh, I know that there is uh, many ways to address it. So I'll just say, like, you know, men, they, you know, they have 24-hour hormone cycles. And women, you know, if you're, re you know, if you are a regular cycle, like, we have, like, some cycles that last 28-day cycles. And so this was something, like, I was not aware of. And it was only a few years ago I started learning about this and really realizing, like, how can I am? Because, like, what, what I started noticing is, like, I was having some big energy leaks um, and part of it was because I kept trying to show up like and show up and stay like high energy go 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 like a dude like showing up in my masculine energy and although that is great it does have its consequences and so um, I knew that um, there was a level of you know, under, you know, when I look at like masculine energy, you know, which is like that competitive go-getting energy, what I realized too is that there's an aspect of like a woman's feminine energy, which is all about um, connection, collaboration, and calm that, um, that I was not in sync with. And so um, if I knew, you know, another topic for another live, but if I had knew now, like knew then what I know now, I probably never would have, you know, I would have definitely made different choices along my health journey. Uh, I definitely would have chosen a different path and uh, I never would, you know, I would not have gone down many different rabbit holes. Nonetheless, though, I'm a firm believer that um, there's no such, you know, when I, you know, people talk about failures and mistakes and mistakes being bad, but it wasn't until I started my martial arts journey where like mistakes and failures were celebrated. And I think that's really important to share here. The, and and it always serves as a very good reminder is because like even um, even in my upbringing you know it seemed really bad to make mistakes and so I was always like striving hard to like never look bad <laughs> never make mistakes and let me know if that sounds like you uh, you're someone who doesn't like you know you like to get things right the first time bit of a perfectionist you're like I just want it to look great right away and um, that can serve you for a little while but not not a long time and so uh really uh the blessing in all of this i want to say um some of my uh i look at the i look at some of these health stories i've shared here with you sharing a little bit about my story it's, it's just that like actually in these some of these darkest moments when i was injured and healing um they were actually some of my greatest teachers and have actually inspired me to keep going and share share um health information here with you um, because uh, what I'm going to share with you, like, like my new version of what healthy means to me, um, healthy, like my definition of healthy has changed so much because at the end of the day, like, uh, I have a big goal living to a hundred and I really believe that we are here to live to a hundred and we're not over the hill at 40 and that you can, you know, you don't have to be young to feel your best energy and that, uh, it's all about. Um, feeling good now you don't need to stay in pain and so um, when I share like when I share these stories here these lives here like, I really hope it's it's I hope that it's um, something that you can be open to receiving I hope it's something that inspires you to you know like maybe you're you're in a funk in your health journey you're like I'm just not feeling it I'm just tired all the time or I'm just tired of being tired all the time 
I'm tired of feeling burnt out. And so I want, I want to send so much compassion to you because I get it. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's times when we feel like I'm trying to push through and, but I got nothing left to push through and give. And I want to, I want to invite you to the possibility that that is not that whatever that is for you is that maybe it's a good time to start taking a look at different options um, and different approaches that you haven't um, been introduced to before that things that you haven't considered before and um, and so here it is like what does healthy mean to me healthy now in 42 version 42 year old version of Michelle healthy healthy is giving yourself the permission slip to honor your authentic healthy lifestyle based on your unique design and so i always say your you like i've really been adopting this your unique design is because we all were like born into this world with our own unique human design and um it's uh part of my mission here is to help transform the way diet culture tries to make us feel bad about like wanting what we want and you know or feeling bad about um the body you know the amazing bodies that we've been given and so that is that is something that i'm on a mission to supporting men and women with is like healthy body image and self-acceptance and and so uh again here are a few points about unique design that i'd love to touch on here and so when i think about your unique designs like what is the way that you like to move your body what is the way you know and and moving your body it can be anything that you want um it doesn't have to be like hardcore at the gym it doesn't have to be hours and hours it could be you know a few days a week um so it's really like when i say unique design is that um there's it's normal to have phases when you're like i just not into that activity anymore it bores the heck out of me i need a little bit of variety i need something different uh, that is great um, like we all go through phases um but i can't I, I put move your body at the top of the list is that um because oftentimes if we aren't moving our bodies that is when pain can set in that is when stiffness can set in uh that is when like the achies and stuff so like move some type of movement even if it's just a simple walk like you don't need much but finding some type of like move your body activity that feels good to you is the right activity for you and uh, also honoring your you know what healthy means to me as well is is honoring the food that you enjoy it's about <laughs> not it's not about restricting anything although i have a few you know i do you know, because i had even a recent client who he actually was uh, suffering with gut rot gut indigestion um i also was able to support him on that journey and there's an interview there uh, you can go back it's uh, from the other day phil's story there so you can learn more about uh, his story there his transformation story there uh, but by no means is he restricting but all we did was like take a look at like took take a look at the um like like the the foods he was enjoying um and taking a look from it from uh like just a, just a brand new perspective and so again if you're curious about that just type food in the comments below or any food questions you have um because i do have some upcoming trainings for that your unique human design as well is about um, periods of rest. And so having a, a, a time dedicated to knowing when to like put the stop button on, take a break, rest um, is so important, especially I can't stress this enough. And it wasn't something 
uh, that seemed socially acceptable. It's like even if you're a woman who is cycling, is that um, I did a recent I did a recent um, uh, talk on how um, you're not supposed to be motivated during your period. That's just my take on it. You know, like when a woman is like in that phase of her cycle, um, those are times when we need to rest. Like if you're bloated and crampy and miserable, like you're not gonna enjoy the thing. So why push that energy for this? So, you know, that's one example. Uh, and periods of rest is, you know, in my, you know, in my past example where I was not listening to when my body needed a break and hence that's when injury can occur. Your unique design is also around um, boundaries with your time like how are you spending your time are you spending time uh, are you spending like too much time overextending yourself over committing are you do you have like too many things on your list that you can't come up for breath or you're not getting uh, the time needed to take a proper break so that you can have um, a nutritious meal or stop and use the bathroom even like i actually heard that one like so uh, so many of you have actually told me how like wow michelle like i can't even stop to barely make it to the bathroom and so really uh boundaries with your time is is it's really a a gift of self-respect is like when we actually communicate what it is that we need um to the people and places and actually show up for ourselves like that is that is like the best you know best self-love boundary you can with your time and uh, another aspect of your, you know, honoring your unique design is uh, honoring, honoring your, like the emotions, your spiritual well-being, your mental well-being. Um, because when we're not, when we're, when we're ignoring those things and, you know, somewhat stuffing them down, um, this is where, this is where we actually become more disconnected from our bodies and our health. And uh, I had a recent. And again, with uh, you might want to go back and listen to Phil's interview from the other day. Um, but we had a really great conversation, and he had shared how, like, on his health journey, that he was uh, feeling he was feeling the nervousness, he was feeling um, some worry, some anxiety. He, he was feeling things that felt off. Uh, is that's a simple way to describe it? He was feeling things that were he had never experienced before, uh, and so he ignored that for quite some time. He said he said he actually ignored that for about three or four years. And then uh, it wasn't until around this last year where um, then things started to show up in a different way. You know, the heartburn, the indigestion, the not sleeping properly. And so it was around that time that we started to have more conversations. And so if you're listening to this and if you've had, you know, if, if anything I've described, you've had those sensations or similar experiences, like that is your body's way of trying to communicate with you. And um, that is the time to be in the you know take the preventative me measures to uh, go and seek some uh, get some more information or get some guidance or look to uh, receive support um, because it's one of those things that uh, we don't want to wait until you know we don't want to like wait till it's too late and um, and then our health is at risk we don't want to wait to the point where um, things are so bad um, then we can't uh, reverse or, or reverse ourselves like back to our best well-being and so um, I also want to say um, healthy is also saying no to to tasks if, if it means it's at the cost of you overextending your energy so meaning that uh, maybe you had a big vision of like, like I'm gonna like jump on five calls today or do this or I'm gonna go and do these things um, but you're feeling tired and you're, you know, and it's at the, it's at the back at the cost of say, like skipping meals or, you know, maybe you have a, a, 
a routine in place and you start skipping out on your movement practices, which are the, th which are the very things that actually fuel your energy and make you feel good, um, that is when we want to take a look at what, what are we saying yes to, what are we saying no to. I also think healthy is eating pizza on a Friday night, uh, especially if it's uh, if it's that time of the month, ladies, and uh, you just don't want to cook. You just want to have that pizza and that glass of wine. Um, like I think it's, you know, there's no such thing as a good food or bad food, uh, and I think we need to honor that. And so, by no means, like when. Uh, like my most recent client Anne that I was helping, uh, you can always go back and listen to her interview as well, is that by no means um, you don't have to adopt like all these, you know, there's these paleo plans or these, um, you know, you know, cabbage soup diet. I remember that was one of the first things I ever tried. I remember trying the cabbage soup diet with my sister about 20 plus years ago. It was terrible. My body was freaking out. It didn't like it. And so, I mean, it's like, it, um, and I think that's a good lesson to bring up is like, um, we should never feel like we're depriving ourselves. Um, like we should still be able to like want what we want, eat what we want, um, but do so in a way where we're paying attention to how things do impact how we feel. Uh, and also healthy is honoring taking a nap when your body signals, I'm tired. It's being so connected with yourself and when you're like, I need a rest break, we actually stop and listen and not question it. Healthy is asking for help from others who know how to hold space uh, to see you become your best healthy self um, so you can become, you know, live into the potential that you, you see for yourself, which leads me to why I'm sharing this message today and answering this question. You know, I get this question a lot, like what does healthy mean to you? Um, and um, healthy, you know, healthy is, <laughs> healthy is all about doing what you need to do to feel your best, to get happy, um, to make sure that you're doing what it is that you need to do um, so that your joy isn't impacted. And so I want to share with you, uh, like I have, in, like enrollment is now open for my six week get happy and healthy program. And really this is a customizable one-to-one -one program. It's something, it's something uh, with your energy in mind support you in the starting phase of your health journey like where where i support my clients uh which is my most favorite like i love i love being able to like step in and like help you like through the starting phase because the starting phase is the hardest like you ever find you ever notice how sometimes like maybe maybe on your health journey you've signed up for some membership or some app um, some follow along uh training routine or signed up for some gym membership and you're like all gung-ho like this is awesome i'm signed up i'm ready to go i've got the gear and then getting there just feels so freaking hard <laughs> and then you don't show up and you don't get there and uh so like i get how the starting phase there's like so many wonderful intentions but then actually like getting there and getting going um and sticking with it is the part where um of where of where we often miss the mark on our journey and so uh this 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 plan is it's a program uh, to get you motivated i get so many questions from women saying like how do i get motivated how can i create a routine you know that i actually show up for um something that you know i'm tired of feeling tired all the time like my energy's tanked uh, i'm tired of you know i'm tired of saying i'm tired all the time when people ask me how i'm feeling and so like this program is designed to like help you feel like the most energized you've felt in years if ever if it's been a long time and so uh, it's really here to like help you like rekindle that spark and 
Uh, and it's also, it's also just a stepping stone so that you can begin to create some consistency. Um, there's, you know, if there's anything, you know, the, you know, when we, when we're trying to change things and change habits and um, create lasting change, the, the consistency part can be, you know, we can, we can meet resistance with that, especially in the beginning, especially when we are trying to do things that are not uh, regular, regular norm or the regular practice. And so um, what this, what this six week container here is there to support you so that you have someone there walking alongside the journey. Hello, that's me. <laughs> I'll be walking alongside you the journey so that you um, are setting, setting some realistic goals as well as uh, creating some consistency um, so that you can feel your best. Uh, and to do it with grace and patience and fun um, and focusing on just a couple things and so um, I just want to share this like if you if, if you've been watching some of the interviews uh, that I've had or haven't watched them like I really I highly encourage you to go and watch the replays um, I can link them up if I don't have them here I'll, I have a few here on on the in the Instagram community but if you would uh, like to grab copies of that um, I also have the Self Mastery of Self Love podcast. There's a few interviews there as well. Um, either way, you can always just drop a heart in the comments there, and I'd be super happy to like send send those testimonials your way, um, so you can hear more of their health transformation story. But really, um, these you know these customizable programs they're they are really here to change your life one goal at a time and you know like and if you and if you've been feeling you know i, I find um the most common thing when people are like oh like I, when i'm in your energy michelle i just feel so much better and that's really what it's all about so like if during this if during these lives uh you've felt like the energetic pull or a little bit of a call are you feeling like somewhat uplifted and, and inspired i want you to pay attention to how you feel once you once you step away from these lives like um do you notice that your energy drops um, because I, what the, the thing that I do best, um, when I'm, when I'm holding space with, with those who are needing help is like, I already see your potential. Like I already know that you can do the things that you want to do. And I know you can achieve the goals that you put your heart into. And so if you're feeling energetically called from this chat here, uh, I would love to invite you to have a little coffee and I'll bring you my favorite animal mug. <laughs> uh, I always like to just start with, with the coffee and a chat. Um, it, you know, no pressure just to have a conversation around like let's have coffee let's have a chat let's like talk about like what's going on for you let's talk about like the one thing that you're working on you're like oh like i'm hitting this roadblock it's just not happening for me um but i wouldn't mind um getting a little bit of extra support if that is you right now i am i'm gifting 20 minute consulting sessions and really it's just a space to hold space with you have a chat about your health goals and uh, just figure out like what is it that you want um, for you know your best health how do you want to start living into that like healthy lifestyle now um, we've got the last two months of 2020 and I'd so love for you to finish off 2020 feeling your best I know 2020 has like kicked so many people in the butt and um, you're not alone I've had so many of these conversations and so I'd so love for you to like rise up with a little bit of guidance and support from me um, to see if if I can help you uh, finish 2020 off strong so drop a heart in the comments if you'd like to connect with me or you can send me a direct message and I personally connect with each of you there and uh, I respond to all of my DMs I love hearing your voice so if you feel if you feel the call feel the courage feel free to send me a voice message uh, in the 
direct message on Facebook or Instagram. And I thank you for being here with me. And I hope this message reaches you well. I look forward to jumping on and answering more of your questions uh, from the community members. So until next time, do all health with love and have a great weekend, everybody. Bye for now. I'm gonna wind down here. We'll see you next time.